If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome to the Sift Pop Sift Spoil. Uh, We are going to spoil everything you need to know uh, or may not even want to know about I Care A Lot. All the hanging threads, romances, jokes, Easter eggs, cameos, deaths, resurrections, and post-credit sequences. They all die. For I Care A Lot. Um, They don't all die. Well, yeah, so so to recap, I really enjoyed this movie's unique perspective of giving (laughs) us a villain. And you guys both hated it. Um, and I think the turn for me was when they introduced Peter Dinklage as the as the son of the imprisoned mm-hmm. old lady. Yes, um, uh, Diane. What's what Diane Weist? What's, mm-hmm. what's her yeah, name? Yeah, Diane Weist. Yeah. Diane Weist. I, uh, uh, when I she got to the old. When you what? I knew he was her son, or I mean, yeah, he was her son. Yeah. It wasn't that like, I didn't know his relationship. It was that we didn't immediately know he was in the movie. He wasn't introduced until 30, 40 minutes in. That's true. It takes a while to get mm-hmm. to the Peter Dinklage character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that first 30 minutes, I was with you guys. That first 30 minutes, I, I genuinely hated the experience because like, I, I don't like Rosie's character. Mm-hmm. And I have no one else to root for. I have the only person I can root for is this old lady who is like being imprisoned against her will and is being drugged to such a point that she can't possibly fight back. And as soon as the lawyer inter- was sort of introduced into the script and we have someone else as our proxy, someone else that can take Rosamond down, I was like, okay, now I'm rooting for the Russian mafia. I want them. To <laughs> but they're the, the Russian scenario. mafia. Like, so do you think the movie wants you to root for them? Yes, I, th- I think so. Oh, that is so interesting. Like, they're just, they're murderers in like. But do we, but the thing they're is. They're bad do, murderers. Yeah. But do so we see Russian them. Mafia, but they're awful at murdering people. <laughs> th- this is true. They're very bad. But at any point in the movie, do we see these mafioso types doing something bad to someone who doesn't deserve it? Uh, I mean, that's a we valid only, question, we, I guess. We only know the Russian mafia is bad and evil through our own like outside lens. But within the confines of this script, they've only done bad things to people that deserve yeah. it. They shot they shot a security guard at the old person home who was just trying to do his job. That's true. They did they did kill that people. That is there. that is fair and I didn't like that. But then yeah. that guy who shot him also immediately died. He didn't. <laughs> he just went to jail. He yeah. wasn't the one that got he was the the blonde one, the guy with the big teeth. He he uh he lived, didn't he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. About that. yeah. Uh, yeah. It just, it was, it it's was, problematic. It the was, movie doesn't really give you a clear. It was option. very muddled in the, you know, the, the muddling is not helped by the end of this movie, which I, I, I think is what we probably need to, to focus sure. on. But the, you know, the idea that I, I just, what am I supposed to feel when these two awful, awful people <laughs> cut a deal not to kill each other, but to become you know, billionaires together. Yeah. What am I supposed to feel there, John? Because if you're saying that the movie is a villain and someone we're supposed to be rooting for, now all of a sudden they're teaming up. So was that to a do good more thing? Evil stuff. To do more evil stuff. Yeah, so was sure. That, was and that a good thing or that. a bad thing? So you hated the ending. I hated the 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 post 
final scene ending. Okay, okay, um, okay. We're yeah. going to spoil everything here, obviously, but from the outset, this is the a kick a dog trope. If you want to illustrate to the audience that a character is bad, you have them kick a dog, mm -hmm. literally, metaphorically, and it's immediately you've lost the audience forever. Right, right. And at the beginning of this movie, Roseman Pike puts an old lady in an old folks' home against her will. And it's like, all right, we, we're never going to empathize with her. She's right. going to be evil. It's over, yeah. Right then, I realized this movie has to end with her in jail or dead. There is no other way this movie ends except that way. Mm -hmm. And I knew we were going to get there. So everything in between was like this frustrating detour. And there's this team up. They become billionaires. She comes up with this big Grayson care agency. And mm -hmm. she literally becomes like a billionaire. And then in the final, final scene, she's just shot dead in a parking lot from someone she wronged in the beginning of the movie. Mm -hmm. Macon Blair, actually, a great film director, did the movie um, Blue Ruin and, and uh, Green Room. And it was kind of those things like, okay, great. She she got assassinated. She's dead. She got everything and then doesn't get to enjoy it. And it's ripped out from under her. And that's sort of her final comeuppance. It's not as super satisfying as maybe Peter Dinklage taking her out earlier in the movie in the car wreck. But I, I, I was satisfied with how it ended because she didn't live. And she needed to die, and she did. But he's but I, he's doing the same thing she is. Like the the awful things we've seen her doing is exactly the same things the Russia mafia ends up doing. Sure. I, I just I don't know I don't know how. I mean you're you're right. I understand comeuppance. I understand how it works. But yeah. the th this movie is so strange because I just feel like it kept tugging me back and forth as to and maybe this is intentional. I don't know. Um, but the movie I saw almost felt very purposely like, um, you can't root for this person, uh, but you might want to root for this person. Nah, you can't root for this person, uh, but you might want to. Like, what is the relationship between her and her girlfriend supposed to do for us? Like, that that yeah. humanizes them in a, a really beautiful way. It seems like a really beautiful relationship is so is the built on a mountain of e evil evil yeah. yes of course but that's what i'm saying so what it, when the movie is tugging me back and you know like i don't know what the movie is trying to do to me at that point and if i just come out the end of this thing just feeling like okay so the russian mafia now is doing the exact same thing she was doing that we hated but now on a grander scale and now they're making billions of dollars off of this she got her come up in but the problem is not solved like I, I like i don't know i just don't know what the movie wants me to feel and therefore it's just like i i guess i think it's I think just about the ride. i think we're allowed to have movies that have bad people that sure, don't have clear sure. answers or like happy endings sure um and i liked that this movie was really unique and it didn't feel uh like i actually kind of the, the part where she got assassinated i enjoyed it but i also kind of i kind of wish they went full bore into just evil woman does evil things and gets away with it. Cause there's not a lot of movies where the bad guy wins mm -hmm. and um, there's an enjoyment in that. There's sort of a perverse morbidity to like seeing the entire system be used for corruption. And then it's still, that's real life. That's how mm -hmm. it really works. And I, I, I do have to ask the sequence where she is trapped in the car and is, is attempted to be killed by means of mm -hmm. like, uh, uh, um, make it look natural. Yeah. While she's in the car wreck, going into the water and trying to escape and survive, are you guys during that moment rooting for her to drown, or do you want her to get to the surface? I was just, 
angry. I have to choose my words here carefully. <laughs> I almost <laughs> I almost said a four letter word. I, I, I was just angry with the fact that she could hold her breath and still do all these incredibly rigorous and taxing movements for yeah, yeah. so long to get out of that car. Yeah, but that's something we see in a whole bunch of movies. You know, that's just the normal were you, superhuman. Were you, were you guys actively rooting with or against her in that scene? I wanted her to die. I wanted her to drown in that scene. I had no rooting interest whatsoever by that point in the movie. I could have, yeah. she could have died and I'd be like, okay, what's next? She, you know, she lived yeah. and I was like, okay, what's next? Like, I just, I didn't know what I want. Like I, I was very unclear. And so. So that's because yeah. I was so clear in my hatred for, like, I, I want you to die. Don't make it, don't make it, don't make it. So then it was weird to like have everything I wanted. The opposite was what happened. I did have <laughs> yeah, the thought. I did have the Good. thought uh, throughout this movie. I was I, I was trying to find my way in. I was because I, I you know I want to like movies, and so I'm trying to find my way into enjoying this. And I I thought like, do you have to have a team you're rooting for to enjoy a, a sporting event? Right? Do I have to have a team I'm rooting for to enjoy the Super Bowl? Um, you know, and kind of yeah. And I my answer is it's much better when I do. But if I don't have somebody I'm rooting for, what do I root for? A good game. I want to see something cool. Sure. I want to see a great yeah. play. I want to see you know some incredible stuff. And so that's the avenue I tried to take to find in was, okay, just show me a good game. But and, on, a, on a similar note, to extend that analogy, I've always been a, a Tom Brady Patriots fan, mm -hmm. obviously. So whenever they played Peyton Manning and the Colts, I would root against them. And when the Patriots weren't playing, I would still root against Peyton Manning and the Colts. Right. So if it's a if it's a game where you don't have any rooting interest, you sometimes either root for a good right. game or for one team to lose. Oh, absolutely. And that was my I, I know experience here. I know absolutely what it's like to root for Ohio State to lose. Like I get that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah I, I totally get that sports thing, right? But the difference is when Ohio State plays Michigan State. Why do I care? Like, you know, like okay, I, yeah. I want as a Michigan fan, like, you know, why do I care? Just, you know, I and the only way is like, maybe I want to see something cool, see a close game, see something interesting. And the movie does somewhat succeed on that level. There's some interesting things here. I just think what I realized was how much I value connecting to the plot through the protagonist or sure. the antagonist, just some way in to go, here's what I want to happen. You don't have to give me what I want, but I'm going to have an experience based on what you give me because it compares yeah, right. to what I want. Right. Like that's in that's, but I didn't have anything I wanted here. And so it was hard to, to have that, that comparison. And I think that the car wreck is a great way to, to zone, you know, zone in on that. Jonathan is to, you know, what, what are you rooting for in that moment? And as I think about it, I genuinely didn't Nothing. care. I genuinely didn't care. Like, it, you know, I wasn't rooting for her to live or die. That's actually, that kind of answers a question I was going to uh, bring up because whenever I'm watching the end of this movie, whenever she does get shot and dies, uh, the whole movie I was expecting to care, you know, that she got, that she mm -hmm. finally died. I mean, it's right but there in the title. Did, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. I was expecting to care a lot that she died, but. When she finally did get shot, I felt like I just wasted time watching this movie because I don't know why it's not. I, it was like at that exact moment, any care I had about this movie was gone. Well, because the like, reason uh, you wanted her out of the picture was just so you stop abusing these old people 
But now more yeah. old people are getting abused. So like so the, is, the reason I I would be rooting against her or hate her has not been solved. Like her come up right. came, she died, but the thing I wanted I her to it. die for, quote unquote, is still happening at a grander scale. Like it's just yeah. a, it's a weird thing. So I think that's it. Yeah. So how a, a more complicated question that we probably can't answer is how much of this movie is is based on things that really are happening? And how frightening Oof. is that? Yeah, it's very frightening. Um, wasn't this uh, wasn't this the plot of like season one or two of uh, Better Call Saul? There's a lot of that in the in the Better Call Saul uh, universe. Um, he yeah, he yeah. gets involved with a, a, an elder care. I think on that, if you watch Better Call Saul, I think that's probably a more accurate idea of the level of this. This is an over exaggerated. I hope. Where you, know, you have like idea. The, uh, a spider web of co- colluders, like mm-hmm. doctors yeah, right, and like right. a judges. Judges. It's more, it's okay, more probably. That judge is the dumbest guy <laughs> on the planet. He was very frustrating. He is so oh because like yes, it would be fresh. It would be more frustrating if the things he was like uh, ruling on made you know legal sense, you know. Right. But whenever uh, like for example, he's talking about. Uh, we have here uh, a signed uh, 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 signed, uh, witness saying that, yeah, all this stuff is happening. And then she's like, oh, yeah, this is Karen. Karen's a stupid nobody that nobody likes, and she doesn't know anything, and she's just mad at her her former boss. And the judge is like, ah, no, Karen, she is stupid. You know, whatever (laughs) he's like, at that moment, you should be recused for, you know, knowing... Absolutely. Anything about it, but he just did so many things, and like, how can you not pick up on the fact that this woman is coming in every single week? I agree, but to- there are bad judges. There are certainly. I mean, you know, watch the trial of Chicago Seven based on a, a real judge who was oh, even yeah. worse than the judge in that movie. Like, there, you know, yeah. there are another, bad judges, uh, but yeah. Uh, another parallel, it- I would love to get your opinion on. Uh, have you seen the film Bad Education with? Um, yeah. Yes. Um, uh, what's yes. Hugh uh, Jackman from yes. like a couple years ago. Yes. I don't like that one either. I do <laughs> like do that one. I do like that one quite a well, bit. Why is it different? Because that's a bad character exploiting a system, and we don't mm-hmm. want to see him win. But why? What about that movie worked that didn't work here? I think this is why. Uh, and I'm actually the one, and I'm with you, John, because I don't like that movie. If if that's what you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the difference with that is that I think. Hugh Jackman's character as the prince, he was the principal, right? Mm-hmm. Or was he yeah. like the, the... He was the principal of, of a school and he exploits yeah. basically a lot yeah. of financial things to you yes. know, kind of to, embolden himself. To embolden Enri- his own Enrich. Level. Yeah. But I think Hugh Jackman's character, and it's shown in several moments of that movie, he genuinely cares about the school. But he's also exploiting it for his own financial benefit. Like at the end of that movie, if you remember, he is having this... Uh, imaginary moment where he's receiving principal of the year not that he's on a beach in like Cabo or something yeah right knocking back margaritas he is the principal of principals and that's what he genuinely loves and I think that that's why you can kind of root for him and honestly it's one of the main reasons why I don't like that movie is don't give me a reason to like this guy I like you know don't give me a reason go ahead oh no I, I I have several answers to that question um I, I don't think we're supposed to ever like uh, what he did. The movie does take time to humanize him, which I think is totally fine. 
um, and invaluable. But the hero of that story is the girl writing the paper, right? Like, you know, and so I find my way into that story through her eyes being like, and there wasn't an analogous character in, yeah, I care a lot. Yeah. And, 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 you know, another reason is what he's doing is abusing a, uh, a system more directly than abusing a person. Now people get hurt. People, you know, do get hurt when people abuse systems, and I think the movie does, you know, try to show that. But it's it's not as the the it's not as like personal. He hasn't. He isn't psychotic. She was psych like or yeah. Psychotic's probably the wrong word. Um, He's but, greedy. Right. Yeah. Right. And yeah. Was was Roseman Pike Which, a bit of a sociopath? Yeah. Sociopathic. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. Sociopath. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um. And and at the end of the movie, that movie makes a point. Uh, to say he's still pulling a pension, he's still getting, and in the movie is saying, "Look, this system sucks." And so the movie has this very clear worldview about yes. a broken system and a hero that is trying to, you know, point a flashlight on that broken system, whereas opposed to this, which just feels like bad people doing awful things, and the awful things keep happening, and one of the bad people dies. You know, like it's it's mm-hmm. just I just couldn't find my way in like that. So. So that would well, be I, I understand and respect that you both hated it. <laughs> hey, and again, I'm, I might come I'm off with Aaron. That. I'm glad you liked the movie. I'm with Aaron. Yeah. I'm glad you yeah, liked totally. the movie. Oh, I just yeah. wish I saw that movie. Yeah, I, I, I usually just come away from these. Uh, you know, I've uh, part of it is training myself, and, and part of it is just, I think, in natural human growth. But I do come away from stuff when people like stuff I don't like. Um, just you know, jealous. W- jealous. Yeah, there's a jealousy to it. I because I want to find my way in. I want to I- enjoy it, and I just I couldn't. And you know, whatever. It, it reminds me of a very similar experience to um, uh, what was the what was the crazy tense Sandler movie last year? Um, oh, uncut uh, gems. Uncut gems. Okay. There's a little bit of uncut gems here in that you have a central character. That you're just going no, no, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's a little more I think, humanity. I think to another that, reason. But... Another reason I think I might have enjoyed this, and we should kind of wrap this up. But the procedural um, uh, specificity and like the exactness of all the plans. Yes. I kind of appreciated in this yes. movie. Like there was such an exactness to the way in which she grifted the system that I was genuinely like, okay, wow, she kind of. Buttoned everything up, dotted all the I's, crossed all the T's. Like, I'm kind of impressed with how evil she is at the gamification of this old folks thing. And I was kind of like, okay, props. I kind of, like, respect game recognized game, even though it's evil. That is the closest I came to connecting to this movie is the proficiency porn that's in this movie. Yeah, yeah there, there you go. That's a great – you distilled everything out of two words. There you go. Yeah, the, that is that is in not just her – both sides, really, other than we sure. mentioned some of the the um, side mafia guys are idiots and, you know, the judges. Yeah. And he, but I mean, like the main two, like Dinklage and her, it's proficiency porn. It's they are incredible at what they do in the lawyer, too, even like Dinklage's lawyer yeah. was, you know, very similar in that way. And so seeing seeing, you know, people who uh, are detailed about the systems and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that appeals to me. Um, just it wasn't enough, you know, for me. But I did appreciate that. I'm Fair. glad you brought that up. So what, what do you land on your final rating? I eight. What did you say? Eight. Uh, yeah. Eight. What do you want? You want rating like we usually liked it, loved it, or were you thinking out of ten, or were you thinking? Oh, I'm like yeah, out of, out of ten. What where would you end up on that? About a four. I gave it a four. Yeah, okay. Yeah, a four. I gave it a four out of ten. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. 
Yeah, I'm I'm at about a four, probably somewhere around a C minus D plus. You know, somewhere. I might, in I, might I might de- I might bump mine down to like a seven or an eight. But I still. <laughs> you're good. Oh, no, you're good, man. Thing, Eric, uh, you have yours at a four, and you, you call it a C minus. I go whenever I do the uh, the one out of ten. Mm-hmm. I do more like a. Uh, academic grading scale mm-hmm. like a b c d and then anything five and below is an f oh that's interesting yeah i, yeah. I definitely see more of a, a like a bell i try to do a bell curve however i'm rating yeah like for me yeah. a, a four out of ten is not a bad movie and it's not even something i would um avoid like i enjoy i watch fours and fives all the time that's like average for me like that's most that's movies are four fives and sixes oh that's interesting i guess yeah. i guess on your guys scale uh, a four for me would be like a one or a two yeah, you know maybe. what? I think I just looked at this, uh, Jonathan, but it's um, it's. I think it's worth looking at. But you, we both have kind of what our ratings mean on our letterbox profile. Yeah, a lot of people do that. Um, and so I can look at yours right now. I I, I go by words, and a four is meh. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which isn't explicitly bad. Like, yeah. No. It's okay. I have meh in my list too, but it's higher. So I I just I okay. find that interesting. Um, yeah. So, like, you have amazing, awesome, great, cool, good. So, all the way down to three is a good movie. Um, yeah, and even a, two, even a two and a half is all right. Um, yeah. And a two is meh. And then one and a half and down is where it starts getting, like, specifically negative. Lame, sure. bad, garbage. Right? Yeah. So, if you look at mine, um, mine are uh, five is transcendent all-time favorite. Four and a half yep, is yep. an all-time favorite. And then I've got great at four, good at three and a half, and then three is average, two and a half is meh, um, two is didn't like it. So my negatives start at two. Um, sure. So so I've got didn't like it, this is pretty bad, stay away, the worst, uh, yeah. you know, down my list. So that is interesting that we just have that 0.5 difference is where like specifically negative starts. But I think that's just because I kind of see three has to be the middle. Like in, in that idea for me. And so I kind of put that as the middle and try to, you know, figure out what the bell curve looks like in that way. So interesting. Everyone does it differently. I I wanted to sort of specify, uh, or at least get your answers on that. Cause for me, that's not necessarily a bad movie. Yeah. And just like a seven or an eight is, I would recommend it, but there's still a lot of range above that of terms of quality and yeah i think four is i think four is favorites right for me because you know two is didn't like it one and a half is this is pretty bad i could i could see myself giving it a one and a half this is pretty bad um but i think i'm i'm safer with just the didn't like it i think there's enough there like with the proficiency porn stuff like with the technical you know how beautiful this movie is how great the performance is that i think it's safer just to say i didn't like it rather than this is pretty bad it'd be weird to say about this movie for me but, you know. It's interesting because it's two weeks in a row that we've had such divisive uh, yeah, opinions on a movie. But this is actually, I, uh, Aaron, a uh, first for you and I to disagree. Uh, Andrew, I feel like I disagree with you often, whether I'm listening <laughs> or whether I'm actually on the show with you. But yeah. Aaron, I feel every every single week, if I'm when I used to have a commute and listen to you guys on mm-hmm. my drive, I'd be like, "Yes, Aaron, keep talking. I agree, <laughs> Andrew. Boo, I don't like this." But um, this is one of the first times you and I have d- disagreed, to, at least it's to good. this extent. No, it's good. We're all. Oh, no, it's great. I love it. These are the best discussions. I, I have those podcasts I listen to where I know who the host is that I'm going to agree with, you know, more. Yeah, yeah. And it's always yeah. fun and interesting to me when they when they're like, "I hated this movie." It's like, "Oh, I love that." Whoa, what's going on here? We're usually yeah. so in tune. yeah for sure uh well there you go thank you so much for hanging out with us for the sif spoil um if you have any thoughts feel free to pass them on and we will uh we will catch you next time uh when we need to spoil something see you then
Bye. Oh, bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.